Welcome to the Communication 24-7 podcast, where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. super stoked about my special guest today. Um, Susan, you are the intimacy expert, right? To millions. That so is my this, title. <laughs> yes. So I am, I, I'm really looking forward to this conversation because, you know, as we all know, communication, of course, is at the heart of yeah. any important relationship and it especially is. our romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, everybody, I, I, I asked Susan to be on our show because, uh, she has, uh, the information that we really need to hear. Where yes, especially I do. Where I swear to God. Are important, <laughs> are important relationships. And, um, you know, she's a best-selling author. She has been featured on all kinds of cool shows, way cooler and way, you know, uh, more popular than this one. So I'm very thankful that that you have uh, graciously accepted the invitation to, to be on my podcast. Thank you so much, Susan. Well, I'm so impressed that you can live stream to all the different platforms, Jennifer. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> and you know what I was thinking about? It, it's funny. I've been married to my husband, Tim, for... Th I've been with him 31 years, married 28 mm. or 29. And um, I was thinking about what what are the, the, the communication skills that allow us to have what I consider to honestly be an enviable relationship. Mm. And it's enviable not just for the times that it's been good, but when we go through our worst times, and we we recently went through one of the worst, and we're still going through it in all honesty. Um, mm. We're very tender right now. Um, you go up, you go down. You go up, you go down. You have good times, you have bad times. You screw up, you're human. And I was thinking that there are a few different things, and I'll go anywhere you want to, but there are a few different things that I think communication-wise are really the pillars of a solid relationship because no matter what, you're mm -hmm. going to have tough times. So mm -hmm. one of them, and I think the most critical was um, Brad Blanton's book, Radical Honesty. And that we ran into marital trouble about a decade into our relationship. And um, that was really the beginning of the foundation of what I would consider to be the best part of our marriage. And then when we were going through that struggle, we learned about relationship values, um, values elicitation, which is a neuro-linguistic programming skill mm. or technique that allows you to understand yourself better and your partner better. And, and I really came mm. on this event today to, to talk to you about how to understand your own and potentially a partner's relationship values. Because until you're clear what you want out of a relationship, ain't nobody can give it to you. <laughs> and and they can't guess. People can't guess. So I was thinking about that. Yes. <laughs> and then I was thinking about um, boundaries, because the thing that my husband mm. and I have been struggling with most recently is, yeah, we're really honest, but sometimes we don't tell the complete truth about our own needs. And that's where it kind of, we got a, a hitch in our giddy up. And I, I thought it was a good distinction between honesty and boundaries. And then the other thing that I think is really important, because I am an intimacy expert, and by that, I mean, mm -hmm. sexual intimacy, mm -hmm. I have a technique called 
the Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T. I actually give it away for free because I feel like it is the single most important technique of all the techniques that I teach, and I've written thousands of things. <laughs> I mean, I've literally created hundreds of lovemaking techniques, and you can get the Sexual Soulmate Pact at sexualsoulmatepactpact.com. It's for free. I give it away. And that's about how to ask for what you want in the bedroom, even if you're not sure what you what you want. You just know what you're getting isn't it. And it's kind of a ninja technique that allows you to kind of sidestep people's ego Mm, so -hmm. that you don't hurt their feelings when you're asking for things and you're not even sure what you want. Like that's what you deal with in the bedroom is, I don't know what I want, but I know this isn't it, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. You know, and so I kind of have a technique to fix that problem, which I think is so so incredibly valuable. So there's, there's the relationship. And then, then that, that's, it's, your sexuality sits on, on top of that. If, if your relationship's not strong, you don't have the desire. If your relationship with yourself isn't good, you don't have a lot of desire. If your relationship with your partner isn't good, you don't desire them. And, and that's an entirely different thing than your libido, the health of your, of your body and its right. turn on and arousal, which is what it takes for you to kind of be interested and then to get really interested. Men being almost always way more ready to go than women. That's a big area of conversation, but not for today. I'm just making some distinctions. Right. I'm kind of just, I'm throwing out some things here so that people can be like, oh, right. There actually is a fair amount of consideration around communication skills in a relationship. And those aren't all of them, of course. There's, you know, getting triggered, which is Dr. Susan Campbell's area of expertise. Mm-hmm. And there's radical, what is it? Radical intimacy. That's Terry Reel's stuff that's really good. And I I sit on the shoulders of giants myself. <laughs> excellent mentors. Well, uh, I am so glad that you you have brought up all the many different facets, and of course, not yeah. all of them that that are important to any romantic relationship. Yeah. But there are specific areas that I I do want to do a deep dive Good. into because I think it's going to be so helpful mm-hmm. to to anyone who's listening. And and by the way, um, if you are watching the live stream, we're live on Facebook as yeah. well as YouTube as well as Twitter. So if you have any questions or any comments, this is your opportunity to talk to the expert right yeah. now. Um, and and so I encourage you be a part of the show, participate, and and you know I'm going to be monitoring the the comments section. So please Good. don't be shy about yeah. asking don't your questions. Yeah, don't be shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I I guess maybe that's one of the first areas. I would like to dive into a little bit, you know, um, in relationships and I don't know how my husband and I celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary just last week. We went to Asheville. We thank you. We had a wonderful time in, in Asheville. So, you know, I'm trying to remember way back, you know, like to the beginning of the relationship, (laughs) um, and how you you really tend to grow with one another and how comfortable and how confident you are yeah. in talking about intimacy. Yeah. And I, I guess I wanted to get your take on for for anyone who is new in a relationship or mm-hmm. maybe they're just still feeling very uncomfortable um, talking about um, intimacy and the things that they feel they need. 
mm-hmm. um, in order to bring their full selves right to mm-hmm. to that to that relationship. What are some ways, or what are what's some advice that you can give someone who's in that kind of like self doubt area and not really confident to to even approach this type of a subject? Yeah, well, I think that goes back to you know it's funny. The older I get, the more I realize that. What happens in our childhood makes a tre- has a tremendous mm-hmm. lifelong effect on who we show mm-hmm. up as as an adult, mm-hmm. and there are definitely these this concept. There's this concept called core wounds. Mm. I'm not enough. I'm uh, I'm not lovable. Um, these these tend to really run run us and run our emotions. Mm-hmm. And the one that is I'm not really confident to bring up my needs is. Mm-hmm. If I ask for what I really want, if I if I if I say what I need and they're not willing to give it to me, they will leave me. It's mm. fear of loss, it's fear of abandonment, it's lack of self-worth, it's a fear that you're not lovable for exactly who you are. It's it's something mm-hmm. mixed up in there. Yeah. And for every person it's a, a little of this and a little of that. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, because that's it's so difficult because we need so much from our partner. They are, they tend to be our, they, they're our security, they're our comfort, they're our friendship, they're our, just our company. Right. And so when, when we're unhappy, and we're afraid to ask for change, a lot of times it comes from, I'm not worthy of what I want. Mm. Mm. Or I might lose them if they don't want to give it to me. Right. And what really happens more often than not is that those fears are not really true. Mm -hmm. Your partner does want to give you what you want, and they aren't going to leave you. If your Mm -hmm. relationship was so tenuous that that was true, then you're not in a good relationship. Right. But, But we can't help that reaction that we have. So it's best to begin to, to, the best way to, to, to manage those things is through awareness. Oh, Mm -hmm. God, is that why I'm afraid? Oh, wow. Well, I guess it's not true. I know that they love me and I know that they want. So why am I afraid to ask? I will just ask. Sometimes literally, I mean, this is one of the things about, about psychology is that Mm -hmm. you can, Become aware of things and change instantly. You can change yeah. old patterns instantly through awareness that they are just patterns. So I think that's one of the most important things is to understand that your partner does want to give you what, what you want. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're clear and asking for it too. Yeah, that's a, that's a key component, the clarity and the communication, being very specific and, and being able to explain it in a way that they're going to be able to understand Um and, you know, just uh, affirming whatever it is that that you're needing in that moment. So um, that's really great advice. Just the the knowledge of it's the awareness piece. Um, I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. that that brings me to relationship values. Yes. That, I think this is a perfect segue into that because mm-hmm. um, I have a book. Um, this one's not free. I, I give away a lot of free resources. This one I charge for because it's a workbook. But you can buy it on Amazon, but you can get it at myrelationshipmagic.com for $9.99. Mm-hmm. And it's a downloadable mm-hmm. PDF. And this particular book, I, I, I think I've sold 125,000 copies of this. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. very 
well-loved book for a mm-hmm. couple reasons. Number one, what it does is it helps you get clear on what you want out of a relationship. Right. <laughs> so it's good for people who are single as well as people who are in a relationship. And it's kind of like the cheat sheet to your happiness and to your partner's happiness. It, it, it really makes it very, very simple to understand how to make you happy. And the notion is that there are things that are really important to you that I don't care anything about and vice versa. And the same with your partner, especially if you're in a a heterosexual relationship. If you're a woman with a man, for example, they, women often have a a high need for security and safety because face it, women are prey and men are predators. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even if our partner is trusted, people in the world aren't trusted. We have to be very careful. And so for women, security is a very, very big thing. But so is freedom these days. We want the freedom to do the things that we want to do. We don't want our right. husband to be controlling us or telling us what to do. And and so that those are common relationship mm-hmm. values. I want you to totally take care of me. Okay, well, what does that mean to you? Well, to me, it means um, that we always have a little money in the bank. We're not scraping pennies together. We're saving our money. We pay our bills on time. I own my own home and my car. My car has is in good repair and has good tires and it's not going to strand me. We have health insurance for catastrophic stuff so that if anything happens, I'm taken care of and I'm not going to be, you know, bankrupt. Um, and that you're keeping an eye on me, that if I have a problem, you want to take care of it. You get the door for me when we go to the car. It makes me feel mm-hmm. feminine. Um, you know, these kinds of things are the very specific examples. Those are actually my specific examples mm-hmm. of my number one relationship value, which is security. Are you wanting to start a podcast, but don't know where to begin? Afraid you don't have the technical know-how to produce one? Trust me, I felt the same. The good news is I found the perfect program, and if I can do it, trust me, you can do it. The user-friendly program I'm talking about is called Alitu, the podcast maker. Alitu is an online platform that uses very simple drag-and-drop tools designed specifically for podcasters. You can edit an entire show literally in minutes, which gives you more time to create more content and concentrate on growing your audience. Don't worry about buying special equipment either. Just use what you have, and if you're worried about sound quality, Alidu automatically cleans your audio so you sound crisp and clean. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, stop thinking and start doing, and if you're using another editing tool but you are not quite happy with it, I say give Alidu a try by clicking on the link in the show notes. And I remember that when I was growing up, my mom, bless her heart, you know, she was a feminist and I was born in the 60s and she was like, never trust a man. You can't rely on them. She'd had a few divorces. <laughs> things weren't good right. for her. And she was Bad like, always have your own money to get mm. away and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it The escape took, plan. <laughs> it took me almost 20 years to fully and completely mm get over that early programming and totally trust Mm -hmm. and open my heart to my husband. I mean, I loved him, but love is a, you know, the heart is a muscle. And the more that you love, the more that muscle gets used and the stronger Mm -hmm. it gets and the better you love. And so many people have been betrayed and they have Mm. difficulty loving again. And here's an interesting thing. This is very weird. (laughs) 
I have been doing a lot of, um, uh, right now I'm putting together a men's optimization summit for a, um, a company that I'm a spokesperson for called Gains Wave. They have a, <laughs> a an acoustic wave technique that allows you to rejuvenate the genital tissue for both the masculine and feminine for ageless sexuality. And I was, I've been interviewing these, um, genetics testing companies because you can mm. find out a lot about what you're predisposed to having as illnesses as you age and mm-hmm. all kinds of things by understanding your genetics. And one of the companies, it's called the dnacompany.com. They have one of the things they test is they do 11 different tests for different mood disorders, anxiety disorders, procrastination. And, um, one of them is around the area of forgiveness of some kind. Like hmm. about 20% of people, when they've been betrayed in some way, they will never forgive you. Never mm-hmm. forgive you. They won't do it. It's like it's against their way. You're dead to them. You are will you hurt them and you are gone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. I I don't have that problem. I I mean there's people I won't hang out with again because they're they were horrible to me. I didn't like right. it. Right. And right. I've done I've been horrible mm-hmm. to people and they will never talk to me again. And and I understand it. I'm not perfect, but most of the time it's like, okay, well, you know, we screwed this up and let's forgive and forget water under the bridge. Let's keep going. Let's live and learn, you know, that kind of thing. But there's a certain group of people who can't. And I am almost sure that there's some kind of genetic something that mm-hmm. makes it super hard for some people to do it. It's like, it's not them. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like now epigenetics says that you can learn how to forgive, right? Right. You don't have to be stuck with your genes. But Mm -hmm. I do think that more and more and more as we get into understanding honesty, our relationship values, how to ask for what we want, what our core wounds are, Mm -hmm. we'll begin to bring Mm -hmm. in genetic information that gives us some insight into why we we kind of respond the way we do, because some of it's nature and some of it's nurture. And nature is our genetics. So, yeah. I mean, and all that family constellation work, do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's just making me think of uh, a, a common question that that I've seen come up regarding relationships um, is when, you know, when there's betrayal. Yeah. And the betrayal could be anything. You know, it, it, it's not just about, you know, uh, the physical cheating or, you know, right. it could be anything, anything. emotional, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and when do you know to forgive? Versus mm-hmm. when do you know, you know, to, to just kind of, all right, this is it. And, and some of the, the conversations that I've had in the past, you know, we, we've talked about sometimes it, it, you have to ask yourself the question is, is this in that person's nature? Is, is this, right. is, is this who they are or yeah. was this something out of character yeah. for them? And, and mm-hmm. it, it's interesting that you bring up the whole DNA thing and, you know, because I think there is something to that, you know, yeah, is it within that be. person's character? Or yeah. was this a hiccup that they screwed up? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a different conversation. You know, if yeah. it was out of character, and they screwed up, then, you know, there's a conversation that needs to be had. And you have a decision to make, whether or not you're you think you're going to be able to forgive them, yeah. or not, you know, in the relationship. So um, yeah, I, I think there is something there. There are two people Mm -hmm. who I think have really interesting things to say in this area. One of them is Dr. Debbie Silber. She wrote a book on betrayal. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And Zoe Kors has a new book out called Radical Intimacy that talks mm-hmm. a lot about what holds you back from your own intimacy? What are those mm-hmm. core wounds that hold you back from your own intimacy? So those are good resources as well in that c- particular category. But I'd like to pick back up on relationship values, if it's okay with you, because I want to complete that Absolutely, thought. yes. Yeah. So basically, you've heard of the 80-20 rule, like 20% mm-hmm. of what you're doing gets you 80% of the results. They call that the right. Pareto principle. Right. Relationship magic is really based on that concept that there's lots of things that are important to you in a relationship, but there's four big ones. And if if your mm-hmm. partner meets you in those four big ones, then you're going to feel that 80-20. You're going to be like, I'm getting what I need here. This is yes. good. Mm-hmm. And your values and your partner's values are going to be, they may not even have anything the same on the list. So for example, um, someone could have, okay, my relationship value is security. My second is freedom. My third is fun and adventure, and my fourth is honesty. Another mm-hmm. partner could be like, well, my first re- primary relationship value is passion. Like, I don't care about security. I can take care of myself. This would be a typical right. masculine thing. It would be, you know, I-, I want you to be sexy and fun, and I want to have intimacy and connection and passion and pleasure together because that's why I'm in a relationship because I can pretty much do all the other stuff myself, right? Because right. I'm empowered because I'm a, ma- mm-hmm. a man. So I've got the patriarchal, you know, <laughs> opportunity to have all all the things that you have to work so much harder for as a mm-hmm. woman, which is how it is today, but it's getting better and better. The world is getting better as shitty as it seems right now. <laughs> it really is. I promise. There have been improvements. Yes. <laughs> it, there have been. Just you and I sitting here right now, right. simultaneously broadcasting excellent information for anybody who wants it over multiple channels mm-hmm. live is incredible. Like there's just right. a lot of good things that are happening. We're learning so much from each other. So so the masculine, maybe he wants passion. And then the second thing he might want is like, uh, fun and adventure or variety. He might be someone whose faith is very important to him. He might say, well, faith, you, you know, if, if you can't be with me and my church, this is not going to work for me, right? And so mm-hmm. they're not going to be with an atheist, right? Um, right? It could be family values. I want a big family. I want to raise a bunch of kids together. If that's not, if that's not right for you, it's not right for me. Um, it could be um, growth. You know, I am super ambitious and I am going for it in my lifetime. And I want someone who isn't going to hold me back, not only isn't going to hold me back, but is going to be the wind beneath my wind things, encouraging mm-hmm. me and being my champion so that I can be out there doing the thing I want. I mean, these are just examples of relationship right. values. Um, some, and, and, and I think um, when couples are, are able to say, okay, here's the thing, here's the word that describes what I want, Yes, but here's yes. what you can do to make it happen. And that's mm-hmm. what the workbook does. It actually takes you through, well, what are values? Where do they come from? Why do I have the ones I have? How do I know which are mine? And then I give you a big list of values and then you rank, order, prioritize them. So you start out with 10 or 15 values. You're like, yeah, that I care about that. I care about that. I care about that. I care about that. And then you start rank, order, prioritizing them. And you actually have to do that three or four times because it's so interesting. Just like I was telling you how my mom was like, don't ever trust a man, always have your own money. You know, and I, it took me like years to kind of realize that I could trust my husband and he wasn't going to screw me over. (laughs) And, um, and you have to be, it took me a while to be honest Mm -hmm. that me, Mm -hmm. this strong, independent woman 
that the number one thing I wanted out of my relationship with my partner was to be taken care of. I mean, I couldn't admit it to myself for the Mm -hmm. longest time. One day I realized I was like, oh, am I allowed to want that? You know? Is it okay in today's day and age? <laughs> Is it okay if I want that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because deep down inside, we are still females. Yeah. Right. We are right. still the prey. And you want what you want. You want you what know? you want. And you can have what you want. And if mm-hmm. you know how to tell people what you want, they want to give it to you. Yeah. That is so important because when you're afraid to ask for what you want because you think people won't love you. Well, how can they love you if they don't know who you are? Yes. You are the person who needs these things. Then this is who you are and I will love you for it or I won't. Right. But you better tell me what you really need me to do so I can fully love you because it's not fair if you pretend you're someone else and I'm loving like the fake thing you want, you think you're supposed to be. And then how are you really going to feel like I'm loving you because I'm loving the fake thing you're not telling me the truth about who you are? Just tell me who you are and what you need and I will give it to you. I mean, I think it's like, why is it so darn hard, Jennifer? Because we are guilty for Mm -hmm. our desires. Because we grow up in these cultures that are, Mm -hmm. don't trust people and they're not like us and you've got to do, you know, it's like we get all this messaging when in reality, people just do want to love you and give you everything exactly how you want it. So, The Relationship Magic Workbook, oftentimes when couples do it, couples who've already been in a relationship relationship for a while, and um, they they do the workbook and they're like, oh my God, now it totally explains the way they behave. (laughs) They were doing to me (laughs) what they wanted me to do to them. I always say that understanding your, you know, when you go to my relationship magic, what it'll say is don't play by the golden rule which is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Don't treat your partner the way you want to be treated. They're not you. Treat your partner the way they want to be treated. That's the platinum rule. It's even better than the golden rule. And it it really sheds light on who you are, gets Uh you clear, so that when you're dating, you can be like, so the things that are really important to me are a guy who totally takes care of me but lets me do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) Yes. Always tells me the complete and total (laughs) truth because I love honesty. Mm -hmm. I find it juicy and and interesting. And I just, I want to know, like I can handle anything except lies because then I'm off kilter. I don't know what's going on. You know, and I love fun and adventure. I am always doing fun things. As a matter of fact, fun things come my way. And if you hang out with me, Hang on for the ride because it's going to be fun. But if you don't like to go out and do shit, if you just want to sit at home all the time and you putter in your garden, we're probably not a match because girls be doing things. So, you know, this is an important thing to understand about yourself when you're looking for a mate as much as it is when you're in a relationship already. Yeah. And, you know, I highly recommend the the workbook, you know, I mean, and like you said, at all stages of your relationship, what a great tool to use to just start the conversation. And, and sometimes we don't have the language that we need in order to have those conversations. So I think it's a fantastic tool. And, and I'm, I'm laughing and, and I'm, I'm kind of getting into what you're saying, because my husband and I've 
did the whole values thing. And good. you're right. After you've been together for a while, you kind of, you look at what they chose. <laughs> you so just, what were yours you, and what were you his? Laugh. Uh, mine are honesty, mm-hmm. dependability. Mm-hmm. I have them right here. Mm-hmm. Respect and empowerment. Okay. Those, those are mine. And he has selflessness, laughter, empathy, and financial security. Very as, nice. Yeah, as his top values. And um, so I, I think that's a, a, a great way to kind of talk about the idea of compatibility. You don't necessarily have to be the same no. in, in every aspect. As a matter of fact, my husband and I, we are opposites. Same. I mean, he's the extrovert. I'm the introvert. And we have really had to learn over time how to kind of <laughs> change and, and shift and, you know, respect each other's needs and, and boundaries, you know, at the same time. He knows when we go out to a party, if I say, I need to go to my cave now, he knows <laughs> leave Jen alone and let her go. She's had enough of everybody. Let her go. And I'm like, oh, you, you stay and have fun. I'm good with that. I'm, yes. I'm perfectly good with that. I just, I need to have some quiet, right. Yep. And to get, to get back to, to where I, I, you know, my balance and everything. So it, but that takes, I think a willingness to not only have those conversations and learn about each other, but also accept that they're not the same person as you. And, and you know, you mentioned the platinum rule. I did a TED talk on the platinum rule in 2017. No I was like, yes. That yes. is so funny. Like, sister. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it. it's a fantastic rule. It's it true. Is. I mean, they treat them the way they want to be treated. And so yeah. it's probably one of the most valuable things you can learn, you know, as a young couple to just kind of keep that in mind. You can't force them to be the exact same person yeah. that you are. So I think that's what I, I really appreciate about this workbook that you've provided is it really does give a tool that we can use to yeah. explore, you know, these different concepts and, and, and to understand that it's okay if you have a different set of values, a different set of needs, because in some ways that that's what keeps it interesting, right? Yeah. In, in, in the long term. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, it's a good bet you probably enjoy listening to audiobooks as well. Have you tried Audible? There are literally thousands of audiobooks and podcasts on Audible with new titles being added every week. So here's the good news. You can try out Audible Premium or Audible Plus free for 30 days. You can listen anywhere, anytime, when commuting, exercising, running errands, or while doing housework. Check out the links in the show notes to access your free trial today. It does. And complimentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complimentary is, I think, more strong than being the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then you're covering more range of ability to manage your lives together. Yeah. Yeah. And how how cool would it be to get some... And I don't know if you've heard from couples who have decided to do this. And if they have not, I'm going to recommend this. I would say... Do the workbook early in your relationship, yeah, and then do it again. Sure, after you know every every so often because you know lives change, priorities mm-hmm. change. You, you know mature. what might be a core value. You know, yeah, absolutely. So when somebody says you're not the same person, you are well, well, of course. I mean, 
duh, <laughs> you know, I hope you're not the exact same person you were five years ago because One that has shown ago. that no growth, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would really recommend doing something like this, almost like a, a check-in point, you know, and, and it could be fun to do, mm-hmm. to see how your values and, and your priorities and things have, you know, shift over time, especially during those major um, um, events, life yeah, events, lifestyle events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having children, losing right. a parent, yeah. moving to a new location, starting yeah. a very big career change. Those yeah. are all really big ones going through right. menopause and menopause. Those are big ones too. Retirement. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge one right there. I know a, a lot of women who are my, I'm 49. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of women that we're having these conversations about how that change of life, you know, yeah. has an impact on on everything else. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said, being able to have those conversations openly and in a way that it's, you know, you're, you're, the curiosity and, and that you're welcoming, you know, someone else's point of view. I, I think that serves to just strengthen your relationship. That's not to say you're not going to have any problems, right? That's oh, yeah, no. yeah. Problems are just opportunities <laughs> to grow the hell up, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's another thing. Oh, we want the fairy tale, you know, relationship, and that's just not reality. That no. that's really not reality. So, how? If someone is in a relationship and it's really rocky mm-hmm. at the moment, yeah. How might you, what kind of advice would you give them um, in order to at least try to get to that place where it's, you can mend a little? Because you had mentioned earlier that that you're in a, in a place right now, and we all have been. I mean, Lord knows, you know, once you've been married for a certain amount of time, you're going to piss Things, each other life off. Hap- and yeah, life you know? happens. <laughs> Yeah, life yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. You're going to piss them. They're going to piss you off, you know, yeah. and it's going to be, I don't want to see your face like right now. Yeah. You know, we all go through those things. So what, what kind of advice would you have for, for that couple? You know, we talk about that seven year itch, right? Usually at yeah. about seven years, you start having some issues. Um, what recommendations would you have for them, you know, to, to try to work on that? Well, there's a, f- a couple things. I, I want to put the seven-year itch in a parking lot because the seven-year itch is mm-hmm. actually um, a sexual dissatisfaction time frame. That's oh, usually okay. what happens, a sexual dissatisfaction. Yeah. I want to explain what okay. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if a couple's having a rough patch, I recommend therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you necessarily – you would be – again, therapy works so fast for people once yes. they mm-hmm. are able to – get to the root of what it is that's bothering them, which the therapist helps yes. them get to, and then finding the common ground and creating the understanding and the empathy for each other. Um, the problems are solved very quickly most of the time. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, it it sends up a red flag around another person's potential psychoses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, I mean, they, one in 10 people is on some kind of a sociopathic spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so many people struggle with anxiety and depression. So many people have mood spectrum disorder. So, you know, there's just so, so many people are medicated right now for various Mm -hmm. reasons. And, and I honestly think for a lot of it, it's a combination of genetics, poor nutrition and lack of exercise. And and Mm -hmm. I know that you can't Mm -hmm. always nutrition your way out of everything, but I think you can fix a lot of anxiety and, and depression problems with movement and food. So, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people are too depressed to help themselves and they can't. And living with them is 
depressing, you know? Right. It's a (laughs) challenge. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go get a therapist. And they're all Mm -hmm. doing Zoom now anyway. So it's not like you even have to go anywhere. Um, Getting mental health care and relationship support and marital therapy or relationship therapy is actually quite good. And there's some fantastic people like um, that Zoe, Zoe Kors I was mentioning. She wrote that radical intimacy book. The, the problems, the stories in her book of the problems of the people and then how she figured out what it really was. She's so insightful. Mm. This is what she does. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not a therapist. I, Mm -hmm. I publish passionate lovemaking techniques. That's what I do Mm -hmm. for a living. I transform having sex into making love, which we're going to get to in the seven year. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the very first thing I'd say is, don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Don't try to necessarily mm-hmm. figure the problems out yourself. Go have some help organizing your thoughts to get to a solution. And that's what therapists do. And they're very good at it. And there's tons of them. And they're always looking for clients. And they work on sliding scale. So um, they're looking for experience, clinical experience often too. And they can help you. So that's number one. And then I would say... The other thing that you mentioned was this, you know, when you were talking about how you're an introvert and your husband's an extrovert. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, we are different. And Mm -hmm. one of the other things that I'd mentioned when we first started talking today was this issue of managing your boundaries, Mm -hmm. setting your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you just modeled an excellent boundary setting, which was, Mm -hmm. I've had enough and I'm going home and you can stay and it's not going to bother me at all. Because mm-hmm. I'm an introvert and I need to go crawl into my lady cave. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, mommy needs to go lie down and watch the new season of Outlander. That's you know? right. So everybody, leave me the hell alone. I'm watching my stories. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, the thing that happened with my husband and I recently that created the the the, the issue for us was around boundaries. So we have prided ourselves on being totally honest with each other. And uh, since we ran into like this, it was 11 years for us, we ran into a marital issue at 11 years in. And I didn't want to, I wasn't having sex with him, I was avoiding him, it wasn't pleasurable for me. And I just was doing anything to get out of it. Like I had every Mm -hmm. trick in the book not to have sex with my husband. (laughs) And by sex, I mean intercourse, because I'm in a marriage Mm -hmm. with a heterosexual man, and he wants Mm -hmm. intercourse. Right. And 10 years, 11 years in, I'd never had an orgasm from intercourse. Oh, no. Not one. Mm -hmm. And this is the majority of us women are not having orgasms from intercourse. I mean, we might be able to trick ourselves into doing some things that can get us off in some way, or he might do something for us before or after. But honestly, how long do you want to have intercourse if you're not having orgasms? Right. It turns out about seven years. I made right. it 11. That's what the itch is. The itch is uh, he's not getting mm-hmm. the sex he wants and she doesn't want to have sex with him. That's the seven-year itch. He cheats right. on her and she's devastated mm-hmm. by it and they get a divorce, right? This, right. Is, this is the pattern. Mm-hmm. This is the That's pattern. That's the pattern. He's testosterone dominant, which makes him horny every day. She's on a 28-day cycle and he mm-hmm. thinks sex is intercourse, but they never learn that having intercourse orgasms is a learned skill. And so they mm. just think she can't do it. And then she just doesn't want to have sex after all. Well, I can't have right. orgasms. And just gives up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess you can't have orgasms or intercourse, but we're still having mm-hmm. intercourse, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. no wonder right. relationships yeah. Yeah. fall apart. So my big thing out there is it's a learned skill. 
learn how to do it with your partner. It'll change your sex mm-hmm. life and learn more other lovemaking skills too. So you can have lots of kinds of orgasms. So that's the seven year itch. But the thing that we ran into when we ran into our 11 year itch essentially was that we learned how to make love, which is why I started a sex technique company. Cause I was like, holy cow, it's so easy. I just need to teach people how to do it. Let's start a company teaching people how to have sex on their own time, in their own time frame right. with digital videos and digital audios and digital ebooks so they can take themselves through the process of learning. And that's been a very successful experience for us, for us all, including my thousands right. and thousands yeah. <laughs> of happy couples and happy customers. But my husband and I, we prided ourselves on being radically honest. That's what helped us come to the realization that sex was no good for me. And he was mm-hmm. having an affair to, to compensate for it because he wanted to stay in the relationship. And I was like, well, how if we just learn how to have good sex together? And we did right. that. And that was great. And we've been honest in our relationship for the last 20 whatever years since then. Right. And 20 years since then. But Recently, we realized that we were allowing our boundaries to be breached. Mm. And we were doing it in different ways because we have different personalities. Mm-hmm. In the way that I was allowing, my husband was doing something with someone else and I was going along with it, but I didn't like them. Uh-huh. And I didn't like them and I liked them less and less over time. And I got more and more annoyed by having them in my home and having the experience of them. And it wasn't serving me, but mm-hmm. it was serving him so well that I, that I was like, it's fine. Go ahead. Here, yeah. let me make you yeah. a meal. You know, I was like facilitating yeah. their relationship because yeah. mm-hmm. he was happy and they were right. happy, but I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. And I was giving my own happiness up for my husband. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the stupidest thing in the world. That's my own insecurity, which is if I really say what I want and he doesn't like it, he won't love me anymore. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'll just be a people pleaser and not let anybody know how miserable I am. Well, that's totally unfair to him because Mm -hmm. he needs me to be honest. If I'd been honest all along, it would have never gotten out of hand. Yeah, never mm-hmm. had to be like, you just can't see them anymore. I just can't stand mm-hmm. it any. I can't stand them to come to my house one more time. That's it. Yeah. You know, and it was so sudden for him. Right. And the thing that's upsetting for him is it was so sudden because yeah. for years it was getting it, for you, it's been building up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it was my fault that I put yeah. everybody through the I can't stand this anymore. This has to stop. For him, The way he was allowing his boundaries to be breached was that if I asked him to do something, he would do it. But if he didn't want to do it, he'd do it anyway, but he'd be pissed at me about it. He'd be (sighs) resentful. Yes. So he would do things. I would, I would allow things and then be angry about them. He would allow things and then be resentful about them. So I was Mm -hmm. angry at him and he was resentful of me and it, built up and exploded. And when we saw our therapist, because we were having Mm -hmm. a struggle with this. So the first thing he did was called our therapist. Oh, we're in trouble. We screwed some stuff up. Dig us out. (laughs) (laughs) We need to come in and talk. Let's have a conversation. And we do it over Zoom. We literally Mm -hmm. sit on this sofa together and do it over Zoom with our therapist. And he like solved our problem. He's like, here's what you're doing, you dum-dums. You know, 
this is what you're doing. Now stop doing that. You pride yourself on being honest, but you're not even being honest with yourself. You're right. Much right. less your partner. How can they make you happy if you don't tell them what you need? And right. it's like, oh, okay. So my boundaries kept getting breached and Tim's boundaries kept getting breached. And we were just taking it on and being upset when instead we should have just been like, oh. and, and the other day, like, I don't know, it was a month ago, probably now. I had to go to um, Texas and do a keynote speech at an event, at a health event. And he was like, two or three days before we were supposed to go. I got to tell you, I really don't want to go. I, I'm not big into biohacking. And I mean, the people are nice, but they're really your people. And it's kind of boring for me when you do keynotes. I've heard everything you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> not learning anything new at this point. And I don't really like Texas. I'm like, well, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, he said, I just don't think I want to go. And, I, and my first thought, and, my, and the first thing I said to him was, oh, my, I haven't, I'm having these feelings of being totally abandoned by you because you've always been by my side, but I understand. And you're not abandoning me. You're standing up for what you want. You're being honest. And it's okay if you don't go. I think I can carry all the stuff myself. I had a lot of heavy things I had to carry there. And um, I, I will figure it out. I will get some young men to help me. I will just, That's whatever right. needs to be done, I will do it. I had a fabulous time at that event. Right. Oh my God. I, my keynote was amazing. I was on two panels. I talked to everybody. I did the whole show floor. I went to every party. I went out to dinners and lunches. I ate barbecue. I had, I looked fabulous. I had a blast. I was in a great hotel. I mean, it was an incredible trip. And I never once had to worry about my husband having a good time. So, And he was home doing his introvert thing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He was doing what he wanted to do. He was perfectly fine with that. <laughs> he was so yeah. fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I understand that. I, yeah. I get that totally. Yeah. So those, um, so honesty is great, but watch those boundaries. They'll bite you in the butt. You can't yeah. give up your happiness for your partner's happiness in the end. It comes back to bite you in the butt. Are you a bookworm? How does unlimited reading sound? How about unlimited listening on any device? If that sounds good, then Kindle Unlimited might be something you want to check into. Sign up today and receive four months for $4.99. Yes, you heard that right. Four months for $4.99. Enjoy unlimited access to over 1 million titles. Browse magazines, listen to thousands of books, read or listen anywhere, and cancel anytime. Click on the link in the show notes to take advantage of this amazing offer. It really does. And, yeah. and one thing that <laughs> I really want listeners to to be able to pick up on, you know, as as you've been explaining your experiences with this is it's really important that couples understand if you call a therapist for help, that is not a negative thing. That does not mean it's yeah. the end of the relationship. That doesn't yeah. mean oh this is our last ditch effort. Yeah. You know, don't don't use that type of language because what it means is you care about each other enough. Yeah. You want this relationship. You know, you're yeah. fighting for this relationship. So you're making it a priority. And, and that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. So seeing a therapist together um, to talk about your marriage and your values and, you know, like we're just talking about right now, you know, even, even your boundaries, there's nothing better than that. 
you know, that's, that's the way to be able to have these long-term relationships. I, I think a lot of people will look on um, Instagram, you know, on Facebook, we see all these pictures of the, the, the little old couple, you know, walking together and on, on the meme, it'll say, you know, like 60 years together. And there's always, you know, when you look in the comment section, oh, that's the dream. They're living the dream. And, you know, I want to find that relationship. And, but when you get down to it, the way to get to that is to be able to manage when when things go awry, to be able to to have these conversations and get the help. Yeah. You know, and it's not if help. it's when. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It happens to us all. <laughs> and honestly, it's about how you maturely grow through these issues together with the help of people who do this for a living. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. time to take care of that. And and there was something else I, I noticed in the language that you were using, something else I wanted to point out to anybody who's listening is you are so careful to take responsibility for your part yeah. of the relationship yeah. instead of focusing on everything the other person is doing that is either irritating the hell out of you or it's negative or they need to do this and they should do that and blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's kind of, you know, we talk about this in communication skills all the time. You you have to think about what are the things that I can do in this moment that's going to have a positive impact, you know, and, and that takes a lot of, um, you need to be willing to take that level of responsibility rather than blaming everybody else or the other person what's, for what's happening, you know, and, um, I don't know. It, that's a challenge. I think that's a challenge in itself for, for a lot of people. Has that been your experience when, when you have conversations with couples that the, uh, the whole idea of, oh, wait a minute, you mean you don't want me to talk about him. You want me to talk about me. <laughs> well, remember, I don't, I'm not a therapist, so I don't, I right. don't meet with couples. Most of the mm -hmm. way that I communicate with people is people send me emails. So I have an mm. email newsletter and people get on my email yeah. newsletter. You can go to susanbratton.com and get mm -hmm. on get on it there. And they get emails from me with sex, love, intimacy, relationship, tips and right. techniques. And yeah. some of my programs are paid. Most of my stuff is free. Mm -hmm. And there have been many people who've been reading my emails for over a decade. And mm -hmm. they, you know, they're just diehards. They love the insights and the tips. And so most of what happens for me is that people email me, individuals email me, and they ask me questions. And mm -hmm. they ask my advice. And it often starts with, I've been reading your emails for five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. 10, 11, yeah. 12 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I trust yeah. you. And, and mm -hmm. that's the thing. People trust me because I'm just like, I show up every day in their inbox right. with something yeah. that is beneficial to them. I just give and give mm -hmm. and give. And so the what they've given me is their trust with mm -hmm. their deepest questions about their sexuality, mm -hmm. about their body, about their relationships. And when they ask me, I, I give them ideas and, 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 and they try them and they let me know how things go. Mm -hmm. And that's what's been able, for me, that's what's helped me understand people, how similar people are and the basic problems people have. And that's how I've created the things I've created to solve the problems they have. Like, I'll, I don't even know what's here. I'm just going to grab these things. I'll just give you, <laughs> I'll literally just give you an example of like, this is some of the stuff that's sitting here next to me on the couch. These are just, wow. Some, yes. Just that's a lot of, of homework. This is, 
but everybody needs something different at yes, different times. That's, this that's is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. A video series. It's also streaming, but it's a video series mm-hmm. that shows 200 lovemaking, heart connected lovemaking techniques. Cause some okay. people just need more skills. Yeah. This sexual soulmates, the six essentials of connected sex. I wrote this book after teaching thousands of people different techniques. And these six techniques were the ones that really moved the needle for people. Mm. The soulmate pack, okay. the sexual soulmate pack mm-hmm. is one of the ones in here. How to ask for what you want. Dirty talk. The title of our thing today was pillow talk. This is dirty talk. How to talk dirty without being weird, feeling weird. It's sensual talk, adoration, worship, noticing, encouragement, appreciation. I tell you what to say because people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is the pump guide. This is for restoring mm-hmm. genital atrophy as we mm-hmm. age. Yeah. Vaginal restoration. This mm-hmm. one's hot to trot. It's about how to have a healthy libido. Hormone balancing, relationship magic, and another dirty talk. Yes. <laughs> you know, so like I just write what it is that people want to know the most after asking me thousands and th- right in my inbox, like literally on my list of things to do is reply to my emails to my customers. And there's probably 10 of them sitting in my inbox. And I will just yeah. be like, boom, 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 boom. Here you go. And I send them to links. Because everybody, the questions people ask me now, I've already answered them in articles. And so I just send them here, read this, read this and read this, download this free ebook. And then if you, when you, or this is the practice you need, you need to create an expanded orgasm practice with your wife. You, Mm -hmm. you two learn this together. It's a paid program. It's 97 bucks. This is the answer to what is going on with the two of you that will help you get closer and slow down and give her the pleasure that she needs to trust you with her body, you know, whatever it is. And so after going on 20 years of this, I've built this kind of collection of techniques and solutions and ideas and learning that meet people where they are, even though they're from like 19 to 90 from all over the world who write to me. We are, we are just little homo sapiens, you know, in these little meat bags and we're not all that different. (laughs) And at the end of the day, uh, like you said, there's not one right answer for, for all of the, the challenges that we're facing out there. So, um, I think that the, all of the variety of tools that, that you have are just absolutely wonderful. Anyone who's in a relationship, I think it's fantastic because Thank just you. like we talk about, you know, in my communication, uh, training, it's a skill just like any other skill. You got to yep. develop it, but you exactly. need to, you need to have access to different tools sometimes. And, right. and some of those tools will work great in one situation and they will bomb terribly in another situation. So you, you have to have a willingness to try, try these things out and, and understand that if one thing's not working, that's not the end of the world. Right. Let's try something different. Talk yeah. about it. Be open to it. I think it's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, Susan, we could talk all day because I'm so interested in some of those other other workbooks that mm. you you showed us just a minute ago. So I'm, we might have to dive deeper in in some of those those other areas as well um, in, in a future episode. Well, I think um, we should do dirty talk. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the one I was looking at. <laughs> it's not dirty. It's that's what right, people call right. it, and I hate yeah. the word, but I still named the book that because people know what that is. Yeah, and you called this segment pillow talk. 
And I think it was, but there's a whole nother, what I was saying, adoration, appreciate, you're like, oh, right. Like, how do I do all that? Mm -hmm. Um, Women really, we need verbal appreciation and adoration. And our men need to know that we respect them and that they are doing a great job. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, we're different. We are different mm-hmm. and that makes all the difference. So happy to come back anytime and talk about the, all the different dirty talk techniques and give you specific examples. Yes. Dirty <laughs> talk next time. Okay. Y'all heard that. And would you mind just real quickly one more time? What are the ways that would be, I guess, the, the best way for, mm-hmm. for anyone who's interested in, in learning more? you know, getting more information and, and, and just getting in touch with you. How do we do that? Um, I would say just go to susanbratton.com and uh, join my email list and get on my Mm -hmm. email newsletter. Um, And I send things out just for women. I send things out just for men. I send things out for singles. I send things out for people in relationships. So you can get on different you know, different lists and get the right thing for you. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N, SusanBratton.com and Susan Bratton on Instagram. And then if you want to download the Sexual Soulmate Pact for free, that's Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T dot com. Mm-hmm. And then if you'd like to do your relationship values, you go to my relationship magic dot com and you can get the downloadable workbook for nine ninety nine there or you can buy it on Amazon.com. Yeah, I, I think the the service that you offer is so incredibly important. And um, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough of the workbook. I, I really did, you know, at reading through it, and maybe it's because I'm a communication person, it it all resonated with me. Good. Um, but I'm honored. having, yeah, but having my husband, you know, whittle down to his final four and then us looking at it and, and laughing because I kind of knew where, you know, where he was going with some of his and how different it is. It just, uh, it w- it was a great thing to do. So I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for, Thanks, for being on the show and, and giving us your time. I, I really enjoyed this. Me too. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Also, you can now buy some Communication 24-7 swag. Yes! Please go to our website and spell the numbers out, www.communication247.com. Buy some merch, submit a pic to me, and I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Remember to follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and also subscribe to the Communication 24-7 podcast YouTube channel to find out when our next edition of Unscripted is being live streamed. Watch during the live stream and participate by making comments and asking questions. Till then, take care.